You ready? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Movie Grouch and Fanboy Podcast. My name is Bex and I am a big old movie grouch. And here with me to show me the magic of cinema that I've been ignoring or sleeping on or whatever it is that I do. Uh, Sleep. It's, <laughs> it's the resident fanboy. It's Blake. Good evening. Good evening. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm right. Thanks. Good. A bit sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's been out for really a dog walking me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's all good. It's fine. I'm all right. Are you okay? I'm very tired. Oh, why is that? Because I went out on the weekend. Oh, no. And I had two beers. Two? Yeah. Shit the bed. <laughs> I know. My old body can't cope with it. Two whole beers. Were they pints? Mm, just watch your peas. Yeah, they were pints. I couldn't finish them. Watch my peas. Watch your peas. Your peas and your bees are peaking. What about my cues? No, you know what I mean. It's like a p yeah. and a b sound. Yeah, no, it's I not know. good. Nobody wants was, to hear that. I'm talking about when people say, mind your P's and Q's. Yeah, but just... So I said, what about my cues? I know. <laughs> well, oh, God, go, this is going to be a slow... This is going to be a slow episode tonight, guys. It's not. It's going to be fine. I don't know what you're worried about. If this is your first, t- first time listening to us, you're very welcome. And this is the podcast where we watch a film that I, Ms. Movie Grouch, hello have avoided watching for daft reasons. Uh, we've got some films on the list and they are classics, some of Fanboy's favourites, or films that he feels that I should have seen at the ripe old age of 42. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is true, that's what we do. It's been an exciting week in the land of Movie Grouch and Fanboy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah, yeah, it actually really has. It actually really I mean, it's normally has. quite exciting, but yeah. this, is, this week's been super exciting. Do you want to explain why, one of the reasons why it's been so exciting? Shall I explain the less exciting reason and let you explain the more exciting reason? I don't think we disclosed the more exciting reason yet. Oh, so we've let people know that there's two exciting things happening. Well, we can talk about it, but I don't think we should, uh, we need like, we need spoilers. We don't want to give away spoilers. Okay. And I think until it's in the bag and it's done and dusted and we have the matching pair... So matching to speak. pair. Yes, if we can get right. the We've matching got the king pair. and the queen. Yep. Yeah, so you, you go for the thing that you organised and I'll go for the thing that I organised. So we've got new audio equipment. Yeah, we do. We have a microphone each, condenser microphone each, which is awesome. We had headphones each and it's all running through a mixer now. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we sound even better. Yeah, the only thing we're, we're slightly concerned about is our... Uh, we haven't got pop guards yet, so... You might find that we're um, a little bit funny on the P's and the B's and the Q's, maybe. Maybe the Q's. Maybe the Q's. who knows. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was quite exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah, it was. it's cool. It, I think it needed to be done, to be yeah, fair, regardless of the other exciting news. Our other exciting news is so exciting that we're not going to drop, we're not going to just disclose it quite yet. Uh, we've got a bit of work to be doing i think before we we can announce what it is but all things being well we will have a special 
dropping at the end of September. So we'll keep you up to date with all of that going on. And it's probably not very professional, is it? But we're using one celebrity as leverage with the other one. Yeah, we totally <laughs> are. In the, hope, in the hope that we get a yes answer for an interview. But I think that's what you do. You play the game a little bit, right? Do we? I think that's what it's all about, yeah. Yeah, okay. Have you ever, you've never interviewed anyone famous before, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. Why do you think I am sat literally researching yeah, day and night? Yeah, no, I swear, true. when this is done, I ain't going anywhere near that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so... I have found out some really cool information, though, by doing my research, which is good. Yeah, there's some really interesting stuff out there about Tom Cruise. Oops. Oh, no. So, yeah, so there will be more news on it as and when it happens, yeah. as and when we have uh, the goods to deliver. But we are really excited about it. Yeah, and definitely. It's pretty huge for us. Anyway, that's enough of that waffle. Yeah. Before we get down to this week's movie, we will discuss what we've been watching. Because sometimes we watch stuff separately. So, Monsieur Fanboy, what have you been watching? So, basketball is over for the season. I thought um, they'd like. I thought you meant that they'd completely just announced that the game does not exist anymore. <laughs> no, that would be that would end me. Um, <laughs> yeah, basketball. So I've just wa- finished the finals, which is pretty exceptional. There's mm-hmm. some amazing stuff going on. So, so that you've just broken the table, haven't you? One thing I watched. Uh, Olympics has died, so I've been watching lots of the Olympics. Yeah, and that's you about have. it. Because we were recording quite quickly after we recorded the last one, so not a lot has been on the telly box for me. Um, no. Entertainment like that wise. What about you? More of that love shite. Yep. Series two, was yep. it you said you were close to starting? Yeah. That's all we need. We don't need to talk about that anymore. What was the movie we watched this time around? Um, we watched Training Day. Yeah, we did. From 2000 and... No. 2000. 2001 yeah oh yeah 2001 you made me doubt myself then sorry because i didn't realize that they made a tv show based on it and i thought the tv show was 2001 uh i thought it was late 90s sorry i mean there's a reason that i'm not the fan yeah girl. i did just so you know 2001 was the number i was going to say without any research i just knew that okay and then you made me doubt myself by um, going no so yeah 2001 <laughs> training day I am really sorry about that. It's fine. Very sorry. Um, Police drama about a veteran officer who escorts a rookie on his first day with LAPD's tough inner city narcotics unit. Couple of scores on the doors. Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score, 73%. What? Audience score, 89%. Right. IMTB, 7.7. Wow. Okay. So, fairly high. Couple of reviews. Two star review. It's quite long, so please forgive me. This is a short two and a half star review. I'm so done with US social drama. Also, fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote that? Was that uh, uh, Ice Cube? I don't know. Easy E. I'm watching this through a 2019 lens, but it seemed to address the rampant corruption and problems of LA without feeling preachy. Amazing performances by Denzel. The ending was a little unsatisfying, but I don't immediately see any good alternatives. Okay, if you don't have an alternative, better ending. Don't say the ending wasn't very good. Okay. All right. Like, if you like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say something isn't very good that you had no input in, don't at least put on an alternative. 
that's all I'm saying. I just would like to point out you look very angry it at me. It made me very angry. Okay. I did not write that review. No, I wasn't angry at you. Well, it looked like you were. No, I really wasn't. <laughs> you know how I get when I get an opinion in my in my head and I get very... Oh, yeah, I'm more than aware yeah. of that. Uh, what stopped you from seeing this movie in the past? I'm not a big fan of police dramas and I thought it was going to be really boring. Okay, cool. And I don't really rate Denzel Washington as an actor. I feel we need to discuss that at some point. Maybe on another film that's on the list. Okay. Because I, I, I'd like to know why, because... It's not that I don't rate him. Okay, I just haven't... Mm, I haven't seen him in anything where I thought that was a really great performance and I must seek out other work. And I was quite surprised that Ethan Hawke was in it because I do like Ethan Hawke. I've got a lot of time for him. Okay. How many Denzel Washington films have you seen? Man on Fire. You really like that? I you really were saying like the other that. day? Yeah. The Equalizer. Yeah. But I... I mean, no, that's just an action film that's fine okay so you've not seen anything that is like a noteworthy <laughs> performance like I'm having a Barry Dodds moment now Shakespeare's shite as well Shakespeare's just rubbish I'm so sure I must have seen you haven't seen the right films that's what it is that's fine that's okay, it's, it's okay. oh hang on hang on hang on friggin hang on. Inside Man was Denzel Washington one yeah that film was wicked so good what were your preconceived ideas of this movie i don't know uh i think i thought it was going to be either like a cop drama or uh like a military thing so yeah i just thought either police military some kind of thing can you please talk us through the opening third of the film, the opening opening third scene of the film. And setup. we meet jake hoyt who is played by ethan hawke we see that he's got a young family he's got a daughter and a wife and he's on his first day with lapd narcotics team so he's meeting alonzo harris in a diner who is denzel washington and the premise is basically denzel's character has got a day to train hoyt to see if you'll be a good fit for the LAPD team. Yep. And Hoyt really wants this. Like, really, really, really wants this. To the point where he's super nervous. Yeah, he is super nervous. I know what that feels like, actually. So they drive around the city, and Harris seems a bit unhinged, doesn't he? He's a bit... Alonzo, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit crazy. So he's giving him, as they're driving around, he's giving um, Hoyt a lot of advice on what to do, what not to do. Like, things like, don't wear a wedding ring because perps will see it and use that to get in your head they find an informant or kind of go to like a place where they see a lot of drug activity and they stop a car and see some weed so harris very much takes the the lead and he then seizes the weed and makes hoyt smoke it and hoyt is then higher than the motherfucking moon so they visit a friend of harris's who's called roger and he gives them a drink. So at this point, Hoyt is struggling with the drugs. Um, he's now having whiskey or rum or whatever it was. Yeah. I think it was whiskey. And when they leave Roger, you get the impression that he and Harris are very good friends and quite tight. Uh, and when they leave Roger, as they're driving around, Hoyt sees a young girl about to be raped in an alleyway by two homeless guys. So he, through all the drug-addled brain, he gets Harris to stop the car, runs out, duffs up the homeless guys, saves the girl, and Harris is standing back watching Hoyt react to this situation. So he's he's not quite wound him up, but you get the impression that he's he's 
seeing what his potential is, what he's capable mm. of doing. Um, and he just sort of is that stood smoking a fag, just seeing what's happening. After Hoyt has apprehended the rapists and got them cuffed and on the ground, Harris really goes to town on them, duffs them up and stops Hoyt from logging anything, so not taking statements. And he also keeps the apprehended items, which they've taken crack and money off them. And Harris gives Hoyt a lecture, lecture, talk, about protecting the sheep and he says to protect the sheep you've got to be a wolf so you get the idea that harris is really sort of pushing hoyt to see what he'll do how far he'll push himself to achieve what he wants to within this job and 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 more you more than that you kind of get the idea that harris is trying to push him and see him how see him how far or what he can get him to do and then they go back to the car and they have a beer <laughs> yes, which they is do. i'm you know i'm really pleased that police do that Please have beers yeah, and smoke, in their car smoke, and smoke drugs. Smoke Great. drugs. As if this all wasn't quite perplexing enough, we meet Snoop Dogg, who is in a wheelchair. Harris is making Hoy ask for crack, and he basically chases him down into a dodgy wig shop. And they search him; they don't find any crack. At this point, Harris sticks a pen down his throat, and Snoop vomits up the crack that's all kind of packaged up that he'd swallowed. It was disgusting, <laughs> really. I mean. <laughs> has put me right off taking crack and I was really considering it for a bit. <laughs> Hoyt is really concerned about the ethics and we hear him say, what if he complains, which I don't even think Harris responds to, but it's very clear that they've got very different approaches by this point that Harris is a little bit more renegade and Hoyt is very, you know, he's young, he's a rookie, he wants to do everything by the book, he wants to do everything properly and he's thinking about like longevity in his career. So they get the name of the Sandman who I think has supplied the crack that Snoop sells and they go to Sandman's house where his wife is played by Macy Gray uh, and their nephew are in the house. And you hear Harris say, we're the police, we can do whatever the fuck we want. Harris has got his keeping stolen stuff that he's seizing from Crims in the boot and he uses it to help out victims and people that might need it, which is probably like the nicest, the nicest side that we've seen to him so far. So when they're in the Sandman's house, um, Sandman's wife talks about Eth- uh, about Hoyt being drunk he stinks of booze he's getting really agitated and basically you're in a situation where you've got a white cop pulling a gun on a woman of colour not in the storyline but that was really apparent to me I was like whoa this is a situation that you know we've heard of hmm. countless times over god knows how long so that was quite quite poignant I thought okay so we see Harris is stealing something from her he steals some money when he's searching a bedroom and then he opens fire a sandman's wife says he stole from her and the warrant the search warrant that they've got is fake yeah i think we'll leave it there for the moment i think that's the first third okay cool anything you want to discuss uh i think this film did a really great job of keeping the pace up telling the story properly telling it well and i think it 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 got across it was a little bit like the raid in how it opened so at the beginning of the raid two sorry not the raid it was raid two wasn't it no it's the raid redemption yeah it's, yeah, it's just it's just like oh, am i getting it's confused not, it's not a sequel i thought it was no oh okay well my bad it got across really sort of in a couple of minutes actually that this guy was a good guy he was in love with his wife he had a baby or they had a baby on the way and that those short scenes i don't know how they do it or what the magic formula is but they just get you on side with a good guy they set everything up 
and he's the person that you're rooting for. Mm. And that was, I thought that was really good. So from the opening scenes and the bit where he gets in the car, I was in, I was there for Ethan Hawke. I thought the sense that something was wrong, not quite right, right with Harris, was really well done. He was very hot and cold. So one minute he's kind of seeming to be really pally and kind of wanting um, Hoyt to succeed and to have like a good career. The next minute he's kind of giving him drugs and booze and and doing making calls that seem quite douchey. Yeah. And that I think as the viewer, you are a bit like, whoa what's what's happening happening you like sharing Hoyt's sense of discomfort discomfort and confusion Mm -hmm. which which was really well done yeah I haven't really got much to say apart from the fact that I thought the opening scene and set up just set the film up really well um, and really gripped me that's good wow cool awesome okay then let's go through middle of the film so story arc and plot development please so during the like the wolf or sheep speech it's obvious that Hoyt's conflicted so they go to the jungle, uh, mm-hmm. which is gang area, and Harris is telling Hoyt not to come up here on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and they park up and they go and see, I can't remember what she was called, but it was Eva Mendez's character whom Harris is shagging, which obviously like is a little bit questionable because Harris talks about his wife in the first bit. So you know that he's married and he's got kids and he's obviously seen seeing Eva Mendes on the side. So then they go to a restaurant and they have a meeting with a load of white middle-aged guys. And we find out that Harris went to Vegas and something happened with Russians. Something and did happen with the Russians. Fucked up. That is some scary shit. Yeah. Well, well, well I think like Russian gangsters are just terrifying. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of gangsters are terrifying, but Russians. There's top of the list, top I think. Of the list, yeah. Yeah. When I went to Vegas, there were Russian gangsters. Russian gangs. Um, well, I don't know whether they were Russian. I don't know whether they were gangsters, but they were definitely Russian. Right. Okay. And they had a gangstery look about them. Okay. I don't wish to be disparaging because these men, they might have been missionaries or something. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who knows what they might have been? But there were a lot of very glamorous girls with them, and it was kind of it was so weird. They might have just have been high rollers, though, right? I. You don't really see the high rollers. Okay. So you have like the tables where like Joe Schmo would like you and I would go, and then you have you have like small kind of secluded rooms where you can see people playing high stakes games, higher stake games, and then oh, I okay. think like the higher high stakes shit, like the James Bond shit, is just whoosh, top secret off your yeah. buck in the secret room. Absolutely. Okay. Fair Absolutely. Enough. So yeah, I think um, and it, and it was so weird because it was the night before my sister's wedding, and. Like there were all these like really glamorous, very attractive girls, but very sort of like dolly bird, blonde hair, big boobs, mm. short, short, tight dresses at the table next to us. And then there's me, my mum, my dad, my sister and her fiance uh, just all sat having a drink before we go up to bed before the big day. It's so bizarre. bizarre. So bizarre. Amazing. But anyway, as you would expect, shit kicked off in Vegas with some Russian people. And Harris is talking to these guys at the meeting and and they're basically saying to him you need to sort this out yeah and what we later find out is that harris stole some money i think and he takes some money no he killed someone's kid like oh, did he? what someone's not oh, okay. like not ch- oh you've made i think he killed one of the russian family members or something and that's why he had to 
get a million bucks right, to okay. pay it off. Harris buys an arrest warrant. He assembles a crew or his crew. So you meet the other guys on his team and he busts in to see Roger to collect some money because Roger just fucking happens to have four million on, under the floor in his kitchen. Of course you do. So Harris is suggesting that they share the money between them or one million between them. Everybody is in. Hoyt is just like, nah, not so sure. And Harris basically tells him to shoot Roger. And the blinds, it's a really, really great scene where the blinds close and you you can see everything just getting a bit darker and a bit murkier and you really get a feeling of like, oh, oh shit, is shit's kicking off here. Um, so that was a really great use of lighting to kind of mirror the the suspense in the scene. So Harris basically shoots Roger and then they orchestrate who shot who. Hoyt will shoot Roger because the guy that was first through the door was shot by Roger, which he wasn't. So Hoyt, uh, Harris sorry, shoots the other guy uh, a couple of times, one of the teams, to make it look like Roger shot him when he first mm-hmm. entered. And then obviously Hoyt had to shoot Roger in self-defence because he was shooting at the other policeman. However, once this is all agreed and everybody's a bit like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this, Hoyt says he's basically not, he's not signing up for it. He's yeah. not in. Yeah. He gets a massive talking to from Harris, basically saying like, in 18 months, you've got a career. And it, effectively, it's the hard way or the highway. You either abide by our rules well, that's it. You're off. You're off the case. You, you're out of the team. Out the team. Yeah. And of course, you, you get that feeling that Harris, uh, sorry, Hoyt is is really conflicted because he really wants this, but he's concerned about ethics and doing things the right way. So he wants to do it the right way and he wants to do it justice. And basically, Harris is saying to him, you know, you've got all these chemicals in your blood. You've got alcohol. Yeah. You've got booze. Yeah. So basically, you're in as part of the team. Yeah. Or you're off to toxicology yeah. and they will do a screening on your blood, find all the stuff and that's it. Your your career will be over. And he's sort of saying to him, you know, look, I can't really trust the other guys. I don't really like them. I see a lot of myself in you kind of thing. And, and you in know, terms you could of leading be where the team, I, he's talking about. Yeah, he's like, you, yeah. you could be where I am yeah. quite easily, which is, is interesting. And Hoyt makes the point that actually what they've done is is murder and armed robbery and he says there's a really great line but he's he says something along the lines of because we have badges that makes it okay which was really interesting and alonzo then sort of says you know look things can be changed you can change things from the inside if you stick with this and you take the job and you become part of the team Mm -hmm. but it will take time yeah so again you've you've got that feeling that harris is playing with him he's kind of playing to that 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 kinder better nature mm. to sort of be like yeah look you can you can have these things but yeah you've got to kind of play dirty a bit and then you'll get where you want to go so so yeah so then harris goes to drop something off at a house and takes hoyt with him and hoyt ends up playing cards uh with some very shady looking gentlemen at a table alonzo harris just fucks off and leaves him there mm-hmm. and they fuck him up until they find out that they saved uh that well, he saved they were going to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. What do you mean, fuck him? Well, how is that different from they're going to fuck him up? Uh, that could just be a beating. Mm, I think they were going to rape him as well, weren't they? No, because they were just going to blow his head off in the bar. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Well, I was thinking of something else. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> not quite sure what happened there. But yeah, they were going to fuck him up or kill him. 
to me they're very different things i would say if you're gonna i'm gonna fuck you up means like i'm gonna beat the shit out of you you're gonna, like it doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna kill them but what if you're gonna fuck them up like to a point where they're then like so messed up that they die i mean i can't believe that we're talking about this yeah it's weird um it's... i don't know i just don't like i don't know to me like i don't think death when i hear i'm gonna fuck you up it does to me i don't hear i'm gonna kill you it just means we're gonna have a scrap <laughs> we're gonna have a scrap do you know what i mean well, let's, go out, let's go outside and have a tear up do you know what i mean <laughs> right, that's right okay well they, they they look like they're gonna kill him basically in a bathtub um well they were <laughs> oh god <laughs> just right just go back what he said just whatever he said is correct here until they find out that smiley's cousin was saved from the rapists by hoyt at which point they let him go yeah because so what he's they so because he they they end up ringing the cousin yeah um, because he'd picked up her wallet that's right yes you're right they didn't just go oh did you save my cousin today? no you're oh, right no. you're right and he said like i you know she was about to be raped saved i saved her, her. Yeah. and he's like right well we'll ring we'll ring her and find out yeah. and she she was sort of playing with that oh well i was at school and yeah, my lessons yeah. were good and then she was like no actually this guy saved me yeah. this thing this awful thing happened and yeah they figured out that yeah. hoyt was telling the truth yeah. so then hoyt goes to the jungle to find alonzo alonzo and exact his revenge so he catches alonzo and tries to turn him in he's basically gone back to eva mendez's character the little her little boy is in the flat and hoyt's nurtured a little bit of a relationship with her with him from the last time that he visited so he's very caring and you you see that like paternal instinct come out on him you know obviously he's got a kid he's kind of thinking this isn't really a suitable place for a child to be so he does look after him and he he does the best by him so he catches alonzo and tries to turn him in harris says no one will believe him and he's like it's not it who you know it's what you can prove so then they have a very exciting chase over the rooftop and a fight on the balcony harris escapes yep or, or tries to escape in a car and they basically ends up having it out on the street yeah hoyt shoots him in the ass yeah he shoots alonzo in the ass it, it's really interesting because obviously harris harris at the beginning we know has told hoyt to stay out of this area that yeah. he shouldn't go up there alone uh presumably i'm guessing because he's a newbie he's white yeah harris probably understands how things work in the yeah. jungle better than he does yeah so hoyt's he's walked there and you can see the people are checking him out. You know, they're coming out of their houses. They're, they're having a party or they're, they're hanging out on their lawns. And they're just kind of like, whoa, okay, this is this is getting real here. They have the fight. Hoyt's short shot Harris in the ass. And the gang tell Harris, uh, tell Hoyt to go and that they'll have his back. Harris had to get the money to the Russians by midnight that night. So there's a lot of tension in that sort of argument mm. Hoyt, uh, Harris is like you know let me go let me go I need to get this money to them because obviously the Russians are going to kill him if he doesn't yeah. pay although you think the gang are going to kill him he does actually manage to get away in the car and there's a scene where he's at the traffic lights he's got a woman next to him in a in oh, okay. like a big closing scenes oh shit sorry you jumped ahead you I did didn't I sorry ahead. it's okay you carry on we'll finish it up okay he pulls up at the traffic lights and there's a, a woman in a very glamorous looking Four by four. Four by four. Mm. You instinctively know that this is this is the this end. is the end for Harris. And lo and behold, some vans pull up. They shoot the shit out of him, 
and Harris is dead, and it's obviously the Russians coming for their uh, their revenge, revenge, which is cool. Hoyt arrives at home, looking a little bit tired, worse for a little wear. bit worse for wear, <laughs> and you just see him kind of walk in, tough first day, walk up the drive, yeah, tough first day at work, yeah, cool, and yeah, that's the so end. Yeah, that is the end. Sorry, I got really carried away there. That is the end. I got really fine. into that. You know, like yeah, like you say, I do sort of normally interject with some daft bits about oh this and then they did that. But I didn't have it for this. Why is that? Because I really fucking love this film. Hmm. Interesting. I. Yeah, I and I think that's why I I went right through. I really this is the film that I thought Heat was going to be. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. Had Heat been like this, I I would have been gushing all over it. Okay, interesting. There's probably more that I can say about it, but I think it's probably better served in the questions that you are going to ask me. Okay, cool. Did you have a favourite character? Uh, I think my favourite character was Jake Hoyt. Okay, cool. Why just is that? Just purely because I think I just think Ethan Hawke's great. He portrayed him really well. You got a real sense of his struggle that there's something here that he wants and he's got a chance to join this really elite team that, you know, work in a really difficult field and he's caught between wanting to do the right thing and wanting to kind of fit in and join that elite team. And I think just the way that his character developed, just the way that he dealt with the situations that Harris was throwing at him, I think he was... You, you really got a sense of that struggle in that character throughout the film. But then at the end, he just kind of took shit into his own hands and, and dealt with it. His performance seemed really believable. And I just, I was just there for what Ethan Hawke was delivering. I thought he, he did a really cracking job. Also, special mention to Denzel Washington as well. This is the first film that I have seen Denzel Washington in where I thought, wow, that guy can act. Thank you. I don't know why I'm saying thank you. So if you already like Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. and you know he's a good actor, mm-hmm. you've been waiting for this performance from Denzel almost. Yeah. Why isn't he the best character? Because you already know you like Ethan Hawke. You already know he's good. I think it's because there was real development and growth, whereas Harris was a great character, but he hit he hit like the same level, I think. That isn't that also great because yeah it is like but he's incredibly there's... unhinged throughout the whole fucking from the from the offset yeah. like from the minute he sits down in a diary diner straight away you understand this guy is off the chain crazy yeah but i think it's very it's light and shade i like light and shade okay fair so enough. there was there was nuance and there was peaks and troughs okay light that's and shade cool. whatever you want to call it with yeah. ethan hawke's character yeah, that's fine Okay, cool. Um, did you have a worst character? No. I don't I don't think I did. I I found everybody really intriguing in some way. I just thought it was great. I just thought everything just everything came together in a way that I want for a film. Okay, awesome. So no, there was there was no worst character for me. Okay. Did you have a best scene? Did I have a best scene? I did like the bit where Ethan Hawke's or Jake Hoyt is he's just taking smoke the, the weed and he's he's really starting to spin out and I really like the scene at Rogers where they stitch him up for stealing his money I thought that was really clever I agree with you I think mean, the best scene 
on this on this rewatch for me was the scene at Roger's house where they shut the blinds mm. and the lighting on Alonso was fucking insane. Like the, yeah. the bottom half of his face was more like like in the dark because of the shade. Yeah, and then the top half of his face was in the sunlight. Mm. But the stuff he was sort of saying and getting at was really sinister. So it just yeah. sort of made that really impactful. Yeah, yeah, it did. It really got across that sense of shit's not right here. Yeah, like and he's, he's in a danger. Bad guy. Yeah, yeah, and it and I think like it didn't have the artistry and the artistic sensibility that No Country for Old Men had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it delivered all the way through, and I think that's that's why I was really impressed with it because okay. this film was two hours ish. Yeah, yeah, I think it's basically back on two hours. Yeah, it was a little over. I think it might have been like two hours and two minutes, something like that. But all the way through, like there was enough backstory with the characters. Yeah, you so, love that. Um, I I felt invested. That makes you happy, doesn't it? Well, well, no, it just. I'm joking. It just creates a well-rounded character yeah, no, and somebody that you care about. Yeah, you can't. I, I can't care if someone's died or getting fucked up or not getting fucked up or whatever that means to you. If I don't know enough about them, it would be like, I don't know, it would be like somebody talking to you about somebody you went to school with. You'd yeah. just be like, oh, great. Okay, no, that's what cool. What does that mean to me now? Nothing, sorry. Yeah, and I and I think even like the bad guys, like the guys when they were playing the card scene and, and all the rest of it, I, I just thought it was really well dealt with. Okay, cool. Awesome. Your breathing's coming through there, sorry. Sorry. Did you have a worst scene? I think the the bit where the Ava, Eva Mendez's son was in the, like when when the kids were sort of under threat, I didn't like that very much. Okay. But that's just because it's, it's pretty horrible to watch. That's cool. You know, there, there wasn't, technically, there wasn't a scene that left me thinking, well, why have they done that? Or that's been too rushed. Or, right, okay. That's not clear enough. So there's nothing you really disliked? More from nope. an emotional point of view, we felt yeah. a bit sad for the kids. Yeah, but then you could spin that on its head and say, "Well, actually, it's, that scene's done its job." Yeah, yeah, you, yeah it's exactly. supposed to evoke yeah. an yeah. emotional response in you. It's yeah. done that threat of yeah, yeah, <gasps> danger. Awesome, danger. Okay, Will cool. Robinson. Cool, thanks. Score and soundtrack. Uh, obviously, it's set in America mm-hmm. in two thousand and one or two thousand, depending on your. Uh, <laughs> Or, or late nineties, if or you're nineties, completely. Um, so it's just got a really good hip hop soundtrack, basically. Yeah, I thought you would probably enjoy that. Yeah, I like it. It's pretty good stuff that I listen to anyway. So that's good. Mm. Um, yeah, not much to say. It fits really well in scenes. Yeah, it um, does. It, it does. It's it sets tone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it, really. I think it fits really well. Mm-hmm. Um, director of the work. So I don't want to butcher his name, but I don't know. I think it's Antoine. 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 Antoine Fuqua. I think that's how you say it. Um, so so he's done a lot of films. One of them I don't like, though. What is that? He made the King Arthur with um, oh. Kira Knightley and... Oh, God, no. I, I was thinking of the Guy Ritchie one. No, no, no. Um, Clive Owen. Okay, I haven't seen it. that. It's not very good. But apart from that, the other things that I did like, he did he did the remake of The Magnificent Seven, which is pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah, we watched, yeah. Um, he made Southwall with Jake Gyllenhaal, which was a really good boxing film that we watched a few years yeah. ago. I don't know if you remember it. I didn't And know. he made both The Equalizers, which are pretty fun. And Denzel so, Washington and again, Denzel aren't Washington. they? So, yeah, that's that guy. Do you have a factoid, please? 
So Toby Maguire was seriously considered for the part of Officer Jake Hoyt. He even followed undercover narcotics officers in Los Angeles for two months and gained weight for the role. He was dropped when Ethan Hawke, Fuqua's first choice, was finally available for the shooting schedule. Boy, I wonder how that film would have looked without... with Toby. I've got nothing against Toby Maguire, but it's hard to imagine anyone else in that role of um, yeah. Jake. Yeah, it really is. I, me, Toby Maguire will always be Spider-Man. Okay, no, that's cool. And I like Toby Maguire in those Spider-Man roles. Okay, as cool. bad as those films are, yeah. they're not no, great. No, they're pretty cool. Like, the first one's brilliant. He's just... I don't know. I think he just embodies Peter Parker for me. Uh, that's fair. That's cool. That's all right then. Okay. Thanks. That's quite interesting. I didn't know that. Mm. Um, well, uh, Denzel won a Best Actor Oscar. Just yeah, I can see why. I can see why. Um, did you fall asleep? No, I did not. No. And it was, and it went on quite late. Yeah, it was, it was up like after about 11. ten o'clock. Yeah, it was after oh, ten no. o'clock. I mean, that is really mega. Red danger zone, danger zone for, me. for you. Are your prejudgments correct? No. No, they're not, are they? No, they're not. I'm so pleased that I saw this film. This is so good. We've set the bar. Yeah. I, I just thought it was incredible and I didn't... Is this Goodfellas level of stuff that you've seen that you didn't see a long time ago? Yeah. Yeah, awesome. I think so. I think so. I just... Yeah, just everything about it was perfect. It just ticked all the boxes that I looked for and I... Like the story was was really good. It moved along at a good pace. It nothing really dragged. I knew what everybody was doing. I understood the plot. I liked the characters. I didn't like the characters that I was supposed to not like. None of the women were daft. It was just brilliant. Awesome. Just brilliant. Cool. Okay. Final thoughts, please. Fucking loved it. Okay. Is that it? I I don't know what more I can say. Yeah. This is this is one of my favourite films now. Wow. So Goodfellas and Star Wars and now Training Day. Yeah. Awesome. And Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't know. Which Star Wars are we talking about? Empire? Yeah. Yeah, Empire. Yeah. Empire's my favourite. I mean, I generally have all three as a trilogy. I think it's one story, effectively. Yeah, I I really like this film. That's why it's on the list. It's on this list because it is really good and I also really like it. Mm-hmm. It's... um. Solid performances all around. Solid storytelling. I I can't pick fault at it. If I watch your peas, okay. I can't help it. Well, um, you can. No, I can't. It's just how I talk. Are oh, you throwing me off from track? Yeah, no, it's great. Thanks. Bye. Um, <laughs> would rewatchability? Would you oh, watch it again? I'm in. Stop doing that. Would, it's going to be a nightmare for me to edit. Will you watch it again halfway through? I am in all day long. Okay. Cool. Um, although I think I might watch it I think if it was on and I was catching it halfway through I think it would be the kind of film that I would think oh if I've got this on DVD I'll start, start it from, from the, the I'll put it on yeah. and start it from the beginning yeah no that's fair I enough. think I would watch I it from the middle I have it on DVD I don't know if I do anymore is that one of the ones that I made you give away quite possibly um, okay. yeah I think it would I would watch it from the middle but it would make me feel sad for what I've missed what you missed in the yeah p- yeah okay and score out of 10 please 10 whoa 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 uh, I'll give it a 9 out of 10 I think it's nearly 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 10 it's, that is, it's not quite Godfather 2 level but I do love this movie Mm, I'd say it's better than Godfather 2 matter of opinion isn't it and that's what this podcast (laughs) is all about opinions thank you
I'm glad I've, I'm glad there is one that I am like so <gasps> this is amazing why have I not watched this if you've enjoyed today's episode please 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 give us a rating wherever you listen share us about and help us in our bid for world domination if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts Oswald Dog will give you a shout out and that is a fact if you have a hilarious or embarrassing movie related story tell us don't let the section die on its ass. you can email us at moviegrouchfanboypod at outlook.com and you can be part of the crew by following us on our socials on instagram we are at moviegrouch and fanboypod and that's all words and on facebook we're moviegrouch and fanboy and the and is an ampersand so that is that what are we watching next it's got a very serious look on his face yeah i think they uh, one of my all-time favorites. What is that song? One what of, is that film? One of my all-time favorites, which you've kind of seen. We have to sort of say that you've seen. Yeah, bits I have of, seen a bit. I but you don't haven't seen really. And you don't really no. like it, so I kind of want to. Okay, so yeah, it's either Jaws or Remember the Titans. I think we should go with Jaws. Okay, let's do it. We'll do Jaws. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks thank for you. listening. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we've but we've got opposite problems with these new mics. What? You talk away from it like no, that I quite don't. a lot. No, we don't. And I'm talking into it too much and breathing into it. It's like friggin'. That's what it's like. Nice. You're supposed to be a professional. You're supposed to be the professional. Jazz. <laughs> God. We hope you're well. We hope you're safe. We hope you're coping with life turning, going back to normal-ish, uh, whatever that is. I think it's just the world falling apart, isn't it, really? Crash. Ah, uh, the world's destroyed now. Do 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 do. Crash. Okay, that's enough. We're all fucking doomed. <laughs> okay, that was Sorry. somewhat bizarre. We're not all fucking doomed. Everything is wonderful. I mean, like you know, for example, this podcast oh exists. God. What? <laughs> we should have ended before the flash. <laughs> now it's going on and on do you know what on. i'm gonna put i'm gonna put that right in at the beginning so if people listen they're just gonna be like what, what the, the fuck, fuck is, going is on this here? can you imagine if that is the episode <laughs> listens to you shouldn't say that out loud i know i can cut that out oh, can't okay. I? can you imagine that if that's the episode that he chooses to listen to and he's like what? like what am i doing why have i said yes to this why have i said yeah. this to yes to this cool awesome right, let's leave right. It there. We're off. We're off for some jacket potatoes. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.